If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey guys, welcome to the Latin Connection podcast. This is Billboard's weekly podcast of all things Latin. I'm Leila Cobo. And I'm Griselda Flores from LA and Leila is in Miami. We're covering everything Latin here uh, Best of both coasts. And we're going to start off with a couple of Latin news stories, Leila. Did you know that, um, I'm sure you know, but Alan Ramirez from Banda MS is hitting the stage again from the uh, shooting that happened in July. Um, so he's back uh, on stage. They kicked off their tour in Oakland uh, last week, last Friday, actually. That's really fantastic. That was such a scary uh, thing for people that don't know about it. They were leaving a concert in Mexico City at Auditorio Nacional, which is a, a great venue right in the middle of the city. And someone shot at their van and this one bullet pierced the window and hit him. And, uh, and he survived that shooting. And uh, I hear that his voice is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gave a little bit of updates here and there. And it's like almost after a month he was perfectly fine well he seemed perfectly fine and he's singing again and he they'll be touring uh california and then the rest of the u.s so so that's really uh, we start off on a very positive note <laughs> yeah well that's that's great news banda ms is one of the most popular if not the most popular band in mexico right now they do great here in the states they have great uh, kind of very up-tempo peppy songs and we're really happy to see Alan Ramirez back on track yeah yeah and then even more uh, great news Selena Quintanilla fans can rejoice because there's so many things going on with her uh, coming up in these upcoming months uh, she's gonna get her own uh, wax figure uh, limited edition purple vinyl uh, of her uh, greatest hits uh, in honor of the 21st anniversary of Dreaming of You. Yes, it's really exciting about that wax figure. It's going to be unveiled August 30th. The whole family is going to be there at Madame Tussauds. And this was actually the result of a fan petition. The fans requested that figure, and now it's a reality. I love that uh, Selena Quintanilla fans are still, you know, very strong. They also made the Hollywood star... Um, ha- possible there's also going to be a hollywood star uh next year i believe the makeup line by mac which i'm super excited about it comes uh it'll be debuted in september fans can get their hands on that makeup line uh the makeup line that will come in september that's really excited have you checked it out they give a sneak peek and it's all 
Very colorful, very Selena. I am dying to try on that red <laughs> lipstick, but I haven't yet. <laughs> I love that they're named after her songs. I know. No, it's a great concept. And the fact that MAC, which is, I think, every girl's favorite makeup line is doing it, is, is just great. And uh, they have, like I said, I can't wait to try on that red lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> very Selena. I think that was very uh, iconic. Um, I love that they're doing all of this. I think it was long overdue you know selena is one of the most beloved still art latin artists in in the industry so i'm, I'm excited for everything and she keeps i know and and you know what's interesting about selena is she keeps right on selling everything that she puts out is a hit on our charts and um so more power to her after all this time that her music keeps connecting and it keeps enduring it's fantastic yeah, and also this week we have a lot of new collaborations going on. Um, there's one uh, that I just heard about that reggaeton duo Baby Rasta and Gringo are going to Cuba to tape mm. to a video with Aimenu Viola, who's a, a very well-known Cuban singer. And then there's all these collaborations going on on our charts, right? Yeah. So what do you think about uh, the Nicky Jam and Mana de Pieza Cabeza? They turned a classic. I mean, who Mana de Pieza Cabeza? That was their thing in 1992. That was their hit. And now it's reggae infused. Nicky Jam, the hot one of the hottest urban one of the hottest urban stars right now. What do you think about that collab? I think it's such a fantastic idea, and what I heard was that this wasn't planned via the labels, that it was actually fair from Mana, who called Nicky Jam directly and asked him if he wanted to work on this new version of their of their classic, and they did, and I, I think it's a great idea. When, when Mana does these collaborations, they do really well, and, um, and I think Nicky Jam lately can do no wrong either, so I... I think it's a great take on a song. I think, I think it's going to do very well. I think so too. And the song debuted on the Hotland Songs number 26. And now it soars 47 to 19 on the Latin Airplay chart. Yeah, which is a huge jump. And and just for listeners that don't, aren't, are maybe not familiar with our charts, uh, Airplay measures only Airplay, but Hotland Songs measures Airplay and streams and sales. So this is a song that's, it's doing well. In other words, it's hitting all the pockets and definitely people are reacting to it. Yeah, and you know what other uh, collab uh, had a good uh, chart milestone? Zion and Lennox hit their highest debut ever on the Hotland songs with Otra Vez featuring Colombian reggaetonero J Balvin, one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you have a weak spot for him. <laughs> and and Zion and Lennox are doing all kinds of things. Have you noticed? They're, they've been doing all kinds of different collaborations. Some are, uh, you know, some are risky. They're different. Uh, they're going to different artists. And they're having a good year, those two. I, I think that they're going to end up surprising us uh, during the rest of the year with other collaborations. I'm hearing some things buzzing under the surface. So we'll see if that that comes about and it's the hot latin songs chart this week is all about collaborations mm -hmm. like our number one song is 
Enrique Iglesias, Duele el Corazón, featuring We Seen. That's definitely the summer anthem. It, it was the biggest. I think it's uh, eight consecutive weeks on the as number one on Hotland songs. And, and we should hear a little bit of that, right? Yes, yes. Let's take a listen. It's one of my favorite summer songs. Uh, uh, definitely. And we also have uh, Carlos Vives and Shakira with La Bicicleta. Carlos Vives and Shakira with La Bicicleta. Colombian power. <laughs> Colombian power, thank you. And uh, and yeah, that's doing, you know, that's such a fun song. And it already has a, a Zumba choreography. And uh, and frankly, I, I think it's adorable. I think the video is adorable. And uh, I'm, I'm sure... A lot of people have heard it, but we should hear a little bit here just for the fun of it. And then at number five on Hot Latin Songs, we have Maluma featuring Yandel. So we have Enrique featuring Wisin, then we have Maluma featuring Yandel. Uh, with El Perdedor, and that's another collab that's going on really strong. Maluma, of course, has been doing collaborations with everybody, uh, <laughs> but take a listen. Uh, <laughs> let's hear a little bit of this one. And now let's talk about the top Latin albums. Uh, leading is La Maquinaria's Generación Maquinaria 2006. Yeah, La Maquinaria Norteña, which is this um, Norteño band, obviously. Most of them are from Texas. And they've just had a tremendous year. This is their second number one. They're, um, uh, as they say in Spanish, arrasando, sí. <laughs> acabando. <laughs> and um, really, you know, they're a Norteño. I, I would call it kind of like a power Norteño. But these guys have been working really hard for years. And finally, things are gelling for the for them. In fact, the name of the album is Generación Maquinaria, established 2006. So we're talking about 10 years of grinding it. And finally, they've, you know, they've gotten two number ones this year. Yeah. And then uh, coming in at number two, Justin Quiles, La Promesa. Uh, he's written so many songs that we actually just published some songs that you probably didn't know he had written. But this is his first uh, solo charting. Um, yeah. So that that's pretty exciting exciting for him uh yeah justin keyless another uh new generation um reggaeton artist who's doing really well mm -hmm. and like you said his it's his biggest chart topper so far and um it's it's a very cool album la promesa the promise and then at number three we have los plebes del rancho de ariel camacho and this is so interesting because ariel camacho of course died he died in a car crash um, last year and his band just keeps charting and charting and charting and charting mm -hmm. and um, this is uh, the latest album that's just doing extremely well in the charts it's been one of the groups one of the top selling groups of the year so far mm -hmm. and this is Recuerden Mi Estilo Remember My Style which of course is a reference to Ariel Camacho of course, and then they also changed their name. It used to be Ariel Camacho y los Plebes del Rancho, and now it's Los Plebes del Rancho de Ariel Camacho as a sort of homage to, to the late singer. 
Um, yeah. A, another uh, Norteño uh, group that's making waves in, in the charts and radio is Signo. Signo is also and from Signo. Tech. Yeah, and Signo, actually, you, you interviewed them, Griselda, but tell us a little bit about their story because they debuted it at number one on Top Latin Albums, which was phenomenal. It was their first number one ever. Yo te esperaré, nos sentaremos juntos frente al mar Y de tu mano podré caminar Y aunque se pase toda mi vida yo te esperaré Sé que en tus ojos todavía hay amor Y tu mirada dice volveré Y aunque se pase toda mi vida yo te esperaré but then there's like a whole story about around this album, right? Yes. So Signo visited uh, Billboard offices here in LA uh, just a few couple of weeks ago, just fresh with their number one on top Latin albums. They were super excited, super pumped. Um, Yo te esperaré is the name of their album, and a very also of the, one of the most special songs on the album because um, one of the band members, Jacob Turner, who is the son of vocalist Jesse Turner, was in a car accident back in February, a very tragic accident. He was in a coma for a couple of months and is just recuperating. He's doing well, but you know there's a there's a long way to go still. Um, so this was. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. He, Je Jacob Turner did work on this album with them. He recorded some of the songs, but they hadn't finished it yet. So instead of just pausing everything, they continued to record. They finished it for him. Pretty, uh, you can say that and it debuted at number one and it was on number one on the number one spot for two consecutive weeks so this is very special for them and they talk about that they talk about how he's doing um yeah it's a it's a very emotional story so it, it's well it's bittersweet for for them well, I'd love to hear. Let's let's hear a little bit of that interview and see what they had to say. Hey guys, we're here at the Latin Connection podcast with Sigo. <laughs> and we're here. We're celebrating that you guys are chart-topping artists with your album Yo Te Esperaré. Thank you very much. We've been waiting all of our lives, uh, I think, for this perfect moment. So many things going on, and so many things going on in our lives, and. And this is a perfect moment for for this album to be number one. And as a matter of fact, we want to thank everybody that has made this possible. You have made this possible, and thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And I'm sure it's even more special with the title of the album and the song Yo Te Esperaré, as we all know that 
one of the members and your son, Jacob. That's, that's correct. This album was recorded a year ago. And it was when we got into the studio, my son was there. My son recorded this whole album. And here on February the uh, February the 8th, I remember the, the, the Super Bowl. It was Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, the Broncos had won. And it was a little bit after midnight. My son took off in his car. He was going at a high, high speed, lost control of his car, went into a wall, some that. And it literally changed our lives forever it's been five months later and the album was still it still wasn't out everything was in pause and they told us that my son wouldn't live and that first in those first few hours he told they told me that, that, that my son wouldn't live that to prepare for the worst and you know five months later he's still with he's, he's still here with us and we decided after the second month you know what we need to bring this album out mm-hmm and we need to let people hear the story of how this album was created. We need to let people know that my son, I'm a very, I'm a very proud father. So I, I wanted, every, I wanted the world to listen to what he did, the work that he did with his, with his brothers, with his best friends, and with his dad. So it's a very special album for us. So yet this Perare, that song was written after. It was it was yeah. written way before. Way before. The song was oh, written. Oh wow! It just, it just came out that it, it fit perfectly. Oh wow! Just, okay. Lyrics. The name of the album was actually going to be called. This is something a lot of people don't know. This the name of the album was actually going to be called Nuestra Generación. Mm, okay. Called Our Generation because in this album there's well we did about five songs that were old songs. One of them was of Rio Roma. One of them was of uh, Ricky Martin. Uh, there were songs that were hits that were past hits. Okay. So we were gonna call it. We were gonna do it our style and call it our generation. So we did this song called uh, Yo Te Esperaré, which was actually originally done by Cali Dandy. And once the once once after the accident happened, everybody kept telling me, man, that song, that new single that you guys have out, it's like perfect for what you're living right. Mm -hmm. Because my son was in a in a horrible stage. He was in a sedated coma and we didn't know how if he was going to get up or not and five months later he's still fighting he's still he's with us that's amazing so it's an incredible story this album is this album marks a very important time in our lives and it has changed changed us forever we're thinking well why is it number one because i think we have a big connection with it connects though i think we have a, we have a very big connection with a lot mm -hmm. of our fans we know that people go through struggles every single day, but this has been by far the, the hardest and the biggest struggle that Signal has had in their lives. I think that anthem, uh, that song becomes like an anthem for a lot of people that are going so. through something yeah, like right. that. Um, yeah. Would you guys ever, I, I, you guys started off, you started off as a kind of like a hobby with some friends. Would you think that you guys would ever get to where you guys have been. Never. No, we all, we all, we all. <laughs> talking about it. We were like, I can't believe this. Like, we, I mean, it we hasn't all, hit us yet. You know? We know. We all had dreams. It should. You're number one. <laughs> I, think, I think I think we all had dreams like that. I grew up listening to Michael Jackson, Joey. Motley Crue, and being a rock star. From the Richard. Yeah. <laughs> being, being from Oklahoma, you know, like, uh, I, my town is about 3,000 people. A small town, so I never dreamed that, you know, I would ever get an opportunity like this. So it's very special. That's awesome. <laughs> so what band would you listen to? Oh, back in the days, it was uh, Molly Crew, Pantera. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of Southern rock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
It doesn't matter anything you just used to listen to when you were a kid. La música que oía yo más más seguido en el tiempo de atrás es Ramón Ayala más más lo que es grupero de norteño. Ramón Checo. Yeah, me gustaba lo que música rock, o sea, Molly Crew, Kiss, I grew up to that, and I also like a lot of Spanish music, like tropical. Oh wow. Because I grew up in Tamaulipas, Matamoros, so I would also listen to a lot. Yeah. Yo yo un poquito de todo, la verdad. Siempre me gustó mucho la música de Maná, Shakira, así y de lo grupero por Ramón Ayala, Tigres del Norte. Era bien fan de los Tigres del Norte. So it's very interesting because we most of us listen to to rock. Yeah. I grew up listening to I grew up listening to Guns and Roses, but also Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know, Madonna. Uh, so many bands that I can name. But we were influenced down there in the valley in South Texas. We were influenced by what they would play in radio. And what yeah. they would play in radio was Ramon Ayala, Los Invasores. Do you think it was because it was border? The border because has a lot of yeah, influence, because, right? Yeah, because it was a border, it's kind of like Los Angeles or New York. There's a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. So we were we were lucky enough to hear a, a very different type of genre of music. But the one thing that we were always close to was uh, in the valley where we play, where, where we were located, there's more of of uh, música de acordeón y bajo sexto. So uh, although we liked rock, we also liked the music that we listened to, mm -hmm. Mafia and Tocable. And it's not that we liked it more than rock. We just, we just like listening to it. And it was for me, it was a bit hard to sing or play, but uh, we love music. Música norteña. Yeah, we like okay. we like yeah. music in general. A lo que llegamos is 16 years later. All these bands that we that we saw that we grew up with, with their I mean, they're our mentors. We grew up listening to them, and they created. They we, paid the way. They paid the way, oh, and yeah. they created who we are now. And we are something different. We're we're this. People are starting to call us Rocteño. <laughs> we've gladly, we've gladly embraced it, and we're we're going with it. Everything started in the year 2000. I actually had a group of friends that we we started off at church, and um, we wanted to play. We wanted to play uh, at weddings and quinceañeras, so we made this little band, right? We didn't have a name. Before Signal was called Sinom. Sinom. And, and it stood for Sinom. Sin nombre. <laughs> so we knew, we knew that we knew we had two of the letters correct, which was yeah. S and I. So we knew that it was, you know, we knew that it was, it needed to start with the S, but we didn't know what. So we just kept, we just kept searching. And then finally one day, uh, this record label, actually I used to play the accordion for another band. I, I used to play the drums, but the gentleman, Ruben Bella, would let me play the accordion. He would let me play two or three songs and his record label happened to be there and I, I'm playing this I'm playing this this song and the record label happens to see me and they asked me hey who wrote that song and I said oh, uh, I said I did you know <laughs> I was scared right because I didn't know why why at that moment I thought they were gonna say uh you can, you can give me some songs for some some of my artists or whatever and then they said uh do you guys have a I guess do you have a band and I said, yeah. <laughs> I totally lied. I just <gasps> had my friends. Oh, my, my God. So then, uh, okay, well, do you have any more original songs? And I said, yeah. I go, I actually have like about eight. He goes, perfect. Uh, can you record two of them for us? Or can you give us a demo of three? And I said, yeah, we got into the studio. The very same day, me and my friends, it's, wait, we're going to go to the studio. And you guys have to sign a contract. And I remember nobody wanted to sign it. <laughs> so... Uh, 
I tell the guys, okay, well, let's start recording. Uh, outcomes are the three songs, and then the record label says, hey, can you, uh, instead, can you do a whole album? And we're like, yeah. So oh, wow. we recorded the very first album in two days, all of it, mixed and mastered. It's crazy. Oh, my God. It's crazy because a lot of people don't know, but my, my drummer couldn't keep his timing, so I recorded the drums. And my bass player, he couldn't play the bass because he had like some finger joint problem. So I recorded, so I recorded the bass, and then my friend recorded the whole section. I recorded the recording and some of the, the second vocals. He did the whole album. Yeah, he did the whole album. So I did about eight albums like that, and that was I kept the same sound for like about what eight, nine, ten, ten years. About ten years, I kept the same sound, mm-hmm. and one by one, one by one, these guys started to leave because it wasn't for them. I had kind of just put them in there to be with Sigma, but one by one they started going. One went to school, one didn't. It was tough. We would we would only make two hundred and fifty dollars a night, and we had to rent a van. So by the time we came back, it was like a hundred dollars split, twenty five dollars each. Just for enough for the burger. Just enough for the burger. Yeah. Enough to say, hey, we had a good time. Yeah. Wow. But I didn't want to stop. This album is like totally dedicated to my son, and we want everybody to to hear it, hear the music of. The passion of a father and a son. Hear the passion be, between brothers. Because this story is going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. And now, he's a he's a miracle. You know that you know when he crashed, that car went to it went into flames. It happened to be that his cousin was behind him in another car. He went into the car, took him out of the fire, and he survived. Five months later, here we are. Yeah. And. I am so proud. I'm even more proud of him today for him trying to survive. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of him that he's trying every day to get up. He's a fighter. He is a fighter. Yes. And we're fighting out here as well. We never imagined this. So, of course, when they told us, hey, man, you guys are number one on Billboard, you already know that our, the tears started rolling down our eyes. Yeah. Because... We've been at it so long, and this is just a perfect moment for us, and we're just so blessed. Yeah, so that was Signal here uh, at the Billboard uh, offices in L.A., and yeah, so this is our first episode for Land Connection Podcast. Be sure to check in next week, Leila. I am so excited for everyone to hear this and for us to share share the what's going on in the Latin industry. Yeah, it's really our pleasure to be here with you every week, bringing you the latest news, the latest chart info, and the latest interviews from your favorite artists. Feel free to tweet to us, and this is Leila Cobo. And Griselda Flores. See you next week. A mi manera, descomplicado, en una bici que me lleva a todos lados, un vallenato desesperado. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.